can't hear me, I'm guessing. I can hear you now. <laughs> oh, you can hear me now? Yeah. How about that? No, I'm telling you, we we can we have like the best times when we try to start these shows. You know what though? Um, it's it's partially my fault because uh, it's this time because of the connection in my basement. But I just figured out how to log in a totally different way where the connection is good. I don't know how I did it, but but I did it. <laughs> Magic. All right. Yeah. It's always it's always a fun time. Uh, so it's I'm not even gonna say what date it is because who knows when people are gonna listen to this. But it's a day during the week. And uh, yes, it is. It's a night during the night. week. Yeah, and we haven't recorded <laughs> in a while again. It's, it's like every every third month we'll record. Kinda. We we we. I don't know. We've been doing like once a month or once every two months recently. Recently, we'll get better, yeah. guys. <laughs> I, I see what you've been doing though. You've been uh, you've been doing a lot of live little cooking dinners. Some uh, yeah, some little some little Facebook live cooking demos and such. It's fun times. Yeah, it looks. Like, I mean, I don't I don't um. By the time I remember to to watch it, I'm usually driving and then I can't really watch it. So, um, I got to take some time out because uh, I could probably learn a thing or two. And if you guys want to learn a thing or two about cooking, just uh, go to Anthony's Facebook page and you'll. Get free cooking lessons. Yeah, yeah, check it out. It's on. Uh, well, if you just search for you know Chef Anthony Rodriguez on Facebook, you'll find me. But I'm trying to. Uh, I will. I will have a regular schedule in in the next week or two. I'm kind of working it out, but it's looking like Monday, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, probably Friday. around. Mon- Monday, Wednesday, Friday, probably around five thirty. Five thirty Pacific time, so that's like eight thirty over on the over on the East Coast. It's perfect, actually, because then it's time for people to be nestling into their beds and relaxing. So, yeah, see, exactly. It's it's good to you know to chill. And then Wednesday is actually going to be a um, a cook along if anyone wants to. So what what I'll, what I'll do is on Tuesday, I'll post what I'm gonna make and the ingredients and everything else like that, so people can go shopping. And then Wednesday we can all get together and cook food. That's something like a plan to me. Um, Speaking of speaking of cooking and recipes and all that other good stuff, um, did you get the email I sent you about uh, the the real the real eat chefs? You 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 did send me that email. I did, and I meant to to send you back asking what that was because I haven't heard anything else back from it. I need to find okay. that email again. Um, actually, I'm gonna see if I can get uh, I'm gonna see if I can get uh, Jessica on the phone. Uh, she's one of the representatives okay. from it's, it's a company called Real Eats, and it's pretty much kind of like a I don't want to give it away too much. It's kind of like a Blue Apron type thing. Um, mm-hmm. And they're going to have chefs like us going to be writing recipes, and, and people are going to be able to eat the stuff that we eat and cook the stuff that we cook. I love it. Uh, I love I it. Yeah, that, look, I'm looking at it uh, right now. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, it will, I'll try to get another call in, so uh, maybe just give us some information, give you some information. I don't think she's going to give you, like, the back-end information about what we do, but, oh, yeah. um, you know. <laughs> Not live on the air. No, well, that, that's behind closed doors, man. <laughs> Yeah, I put up. I don't know if you saw the link I put up on Facebook. Um, I was just going through all my pictures. Oh my god, of the screenshots that I took from when we were on the show. Uh huh. Brought back a lot of good memories. Um, alpaca, uh, Steve the alpaca. Oh, Steve the alpaca. You posted. Where'd you post it? Um, it's on. I just posted it on my wall and I tagged you in it. Um, people to call in if they wanted to call in. Uh, number is five one six five nine five eight two eight zero. And uh, if you hit play on the on the blog talk radio link that I put up, it has a picture of me there, and oh, that goes yeah. through some of the pictures from Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, those are good times. Yeah. 
And it was funny because that was what? What was that? Did you say something or I say something? I think we both said something. Well, I was going to say, like, what, what's funny about that is seeing some of those pictures is, is that was, what, four years ago now that we that we did that? And if I were to try to think about some of the stuff, it's like, yeah, I can remember a couple things, but then seeing those pictures brings it, like, all right back. It does. I, I mean, I was looking at the picture, actually, of, of me. I think it's me, Michael, and Ray, and we were washing the Steve the alpaca and another one of the animals, and – and I got I got this laugh like that I'm like in motion of laughing and I remember that exact moment like <laughs> like it was yesterday like we were all laughing because Dan was was whining about not eating or or whatever it was and he was like I'm really gonna get mad now and that's when I started laughing right <laughs> oh man it feels like yesterday oh I remember this picture uh, this picture of me and you I think we used it for the for the triple F profile a couple times uh, during the, the lobster challenge. Yes, and you were standing there with your your uh, your sprained or broke half broken foot, <laughs> with my ankle on the end on the milk crate or whatever it was. Yeah, that's good times. Oh, yeah, man. we had we actually uh, had the most. Me and you. We did. We absolutely did. Um, but we still lost. So whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, as far as far as me, uh, not really a whole lot too different. You know, cooking away, doing the, uh, building up the Facebook thing. Because I, I really want to make that. I mean, I've got a couple people who who watch regularly, and I'm getting more people all the time, and it's it's fun. Like we hang out, and we usually do like an hour, hour and a half for like a meal, you know, to make a dinner. I try to keep things simpler, so you know, this is something you can make at home or you know, just on the regular day. And then um, we take a little break, and then we come back and we do dishes and chill later, where I literally just do dishes, and we just kind of nerd out and talk for a while. No, no, you love you love the word. Nerd, like, like the the nerd, the whole nerd thing. Oh, absolutely, dude. It's it's part of who I am. Nerd, geek, you know, same thing. That's yeah, I love it. Um, I and I I've been watching. Like, I saw you do like two or three of them, and then I, I huh? said, you know, I I bet you he's gonna start doing kind of like an every week cook along thing, and then it's gonna grow, and it's gonna grow, and it's gonna grow, and it's gonna keep on growing. Mhm. That's what I want. So, so you then, guys are hanging out any any night, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Come come hang out with me, and we'll make some food. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And you know what? You it's, go. it's crazy because I was watching. I, I follow this guy, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, mm-hmm. He's an entrepreneur. Uh, he started this, you know, thing called Wine Library. And he's he's such a, like, a a motivational person. Like, just watching him and listening. Like, I feel like, you know, sometimes, like, I'm like, I'm a beast. Like, I just love to work. I just love it. And um, mm-hmm. he had said uh, that the new, the new television is going to, you know, what are people doing? Everybody's on their phones. Everybody's on Facebook. Like Facebook, Instagram, and and Twitter, and and uh, Snapchat. Like that's the new, mm-hmm. you know, Channel Eleven, Channel Five, Fox News. You know, it's it's the new it's the new TV. It really is. You're absolutely right. Now, now everybody can do their own TV shows with with Facebook Live. Like, and it's like some people honestly really you shouldn't be going live because you just really got nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing going on for you. But uh. For people that you know, like you, that want to do like a little cooking thing, that's it's it's a great outlet, man, just to get out there and do your own thing. It's nice. It's, it, nice. it's, it's really nice. It's really you know, I've I've made a good good couple friends do it. And I know I know you get on there live every now and then too. I've seen some of yours. Yeah, you know what? I do. Uh, sometimes I go on just to go on, and I don't even. Mm-hmm. Um, but lately, I just I want to go on. I want to have 
I want to have like some sort of a purpose or some sort of a message to get across of just things that are going on in my head. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was going to do like the after, after hours and just keep doing, but then I just got so exhausted at the end of the day sometimes. And I'm just like, you know what? I just got to go to sleep. So, um, I try to, I try to gather my thoughts and, and figure out what I want to attack, what I want to say and just execute it. That way I can just be in and be out because people's atten- attention spans are, you know, 15, 20 minutes. If you're lucky. That's very true. If you, if you're lucky. Yeah. If you're entertaining there and <laughs> you'll keep their attention yeah. for 10 or 15 minutes. I'll be lucky if I can keep my own attention for more than five minutes. <laughs> it happens, dude. That's just our mindset. We're always, we're always looking at everything going on all the time, constantly processing. And uh, since we're always looking at everything that's always going on, what we'll get into is uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about was uh, on Food Beast, which I know you, that you love this website as well. It's one of our – I think one of my go-to websites for just anything that I need to know or want to know or want to find out. So, like, yes, you and me both. Yeah, Food Beast. Uh, the other one that I use sometimes, but it's typically not as good, is a uh, Pop Sugar. Pop Sugar. I've I've heard. I've seen like a little post here and there about it. Um, yeah, but food, it's not, food Beast is probably the better one. Yeah, I think it is. Um, what they did was they they created a list uh, to look out for what kind of food trends for will be happening in 2017. Did you go through that mm-hmm. list yet? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not done the food trends one. No, I think I missed that one. All right. It was just uh, it was just put out like five days ago. Uh, so it says here, 2016 was a wild year for tons of great food, which it was. The explosion of of pokey onto the scene, tons of spicy foods, fast food challenge food and challenge forms, massive growth of ramen. I didn't see a a, a ramen trend. I don't know what they're talking about with that one. Um, yeah, I, don't think so. I don't think there's so much of a ramen trend. I, I didn't see any really too much of that going on. But if they say so, they say so. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Bowls will continue to evolve. Um, okay, okay. Can, can we talk about this real quick? <laughs> yeah. Real quick, because because I saw I saw a news an, an article about this. I'm sorry, it wasn't a story. It was an article. Have you heard of a Buddha bowl? Uh, by the long pause, you you could probably guess. I'm going to say no. All right. So I was looking through kind of the kind of this article, but it was different, like food trends and everything. And apparently the new huge thing on Pinterest and some food bloggers is everyone's talking about Buddha bowls. And I was curious. I'm like, all right, this might be interesting. Let me let me see what it is. <laughs> it turns out some probably hipster just started calling any food in a bowl a Buddha bowl. <laughs> Okay. I I kid you not, because I'm like, all right, there's got to be a recipe. Like, what makes this a Buddha bowl? Because then I was looking at people who said, like, look at my Buddha bowl. There is nothing that makes it uh, anything apart from just food in a bowl. There's no guidelines. There's no specific proteins. There's like, you can do it. Even the person writing the article was really into it. And they're like, you can do a vegetarian or with meat or vegan. You can pretty much put whatever you want in it. It's like, all right, so then to be a Buddha bowl, it literally just has to be food in a bowl. So then, That's yeah. not a new trend. Could have been called foodable. It could have been called fucking anything. Like, you <laughs> decided to call it a Buddha bowl because, again, probably some hipster douchebag was like, I will rename this and it will become popular on Pinterest. He was probably from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that whole like bowls are becoming a new like will continue to evolve. Whatever, stop it. And it, the picture here that they're showing, it, it looks like just 
it, it looks like a bowl of like French fries with just like a bunch of shit thrown on top of it. It doesn't. It, okay, yeah, that's French fries on top. That looks like roe, like sea urchin roe. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what like, that is. Like the orange pearls, it looks like 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 a uh, tamago or something like that. No, that's egg. I'm sorry. Um, people know what I'm talking about. So this just looks like chili fries in a bowl. Yeah, that's pretty much what it looks like to me. Um, yeah. So all right, so bowls are going to be continued to trending. I I guess that's I didn't really see too much of a trend of ramen or bowls. Um, spicy foods <laughs> will still be hot. People are. <laughs> the trend is you know people are serving things in bowls now and calling them things. Stop it. Yeah, um, since uh, the next thing they have here is spicy foods will still will still be hot. This past year hosted tons of trends related around spicy food from the Nashville hot craze going around fast food restaurants to spicy ramen challenges and everything in between. Don't expect this trend to cool down because spicy food is getting increasingly popular across the United States and on my Facebook page when you buy my hot sauce, speaking of which. Oh, so, well, that's right. Shameless that's right. plug. I still hot sauce. Sh- there's no such thing as a shameless plug. Yeah, no. Um, I do have my house, and I'm actually selling little sample size bottles, too. It's about two ounces. It's an ounce and a half, two ounces, um, and I'm selling the little bottles for $5 for the people that, that just want to, you know, not spend the 20 for the, the regular bottle and shipping. Right. Also, can I, can I just say that, now I know, I know you do your hot sauce, and I know it's good, but like, and me, I love spicy food. I absolutely love spicy food, but there, there is a difference between something that is spicy and something that is just ridiculously hot. Yeah, huge difference, and that's that's and that's that, why I made I made my sauce taste really good in the beginning. But it's the ninety second yeah. rule because yeah. then like after thirty seconds you start to feel it. Then about sixty you think you're all in until you realize you just hit a brick wall at ninety seconds. Then you know you know you're all in. Mhm. And that that's why I never really understood these uh like these whatever this is the spicy ramen challenge or whatever or why people do things like the hottest hot wings or whatever. It's like. I, I'll why tell you why I do it. That's not. Why do you do it? Because it's the only way I can illegally hurt somebody. <laughs> you know what? I will. I will give you that. That yeah. <laughs> yeah well done. Sir. Well done. I um, did. Yes, you know what's funny? At the chocolate expo, this guy tried it. I saw. Like I saw him. He didn't know what he was in for. I saw him walk over, take a cracker, dip it in the sauce, and like pick it up, almost like it was a salsa, like with that much on there, and mm-hmm. just put it in his mouth and walked away, acting like nothing. I said, "Whoa, whole." <laughs> Wow. All of a sudden, he got like he got like ten steps away. He stopped dead in his tracks. He turned around, but his face on, and he's just, just like whoa, whoa, whoa! Like dude, he was on fire. I was doing a, actually, I was doing oh no, I wasn't doing a live. I just stopped my live stream. Yo, the guy was like almost crying for like five minutes. It was <laughs> it was the funniest thing I ever saw. <laughs> Very nice. What's what else? Yeah, I I just never understood that. Like I'm sorry. Like don't. If you want to have something spicy, have it spicy, but don't like make a challenge out of it. Well, it kind of, it kind of, um, you know what? I I like doing food challenges. Like I just did a new one at the Bluebird Cafe in Port Washington, where I made like literally it's like ten inches high uh, pile of food of like just all breakfast items. It's like it's two waffles, four pancakes, uh, one full pound of bacon, um, four eggs, uh, half a pound of hash browns, a muffin. Uh, bananas fosters like all this stuff I just piled on this plate so if somebody can finish it in uh I think the time I gave them was like 30 minutes um then they don't have to pay for it and they get like this little gift bag of my hot sauce some coffee a gift certificate and all this other stuff nobody's done yet nice huh they have yet to accomplish 
You have yet, yet, to, yet, yet to accomplish this. Yeah, the like next that. trend they're saying is get ready to seriously get your yolk on. Uh, with the price of eggs recovering nicely, eggs have been popping up everywhere in restaurants. Really? <laughs> eggs went somewhere? Where did eggs go? That, I don't understand. I, I, I don't know. The huge trend that comes up with that is what has to be characterized as yolk porn. Tons of oozing dishes topped with that perfectly cooked egg with the runny yolk that adds so much flavor. Yolks have been huge in 2016 and will continue to be in 2017. Yeah. Yolks have been huge since, I don't know, someone ate an egg Chicken. for the first time? Like, what is... Yeah, I don't even I don't even know if I want to keep on going through these these uh, things. These are a lot weird. Of them are, these are, yeah, like, I don't I don't even think that they're worthy of speaking about because I I didn't even see like okay, street food likely won't be cool. The street food thing that did get a little bit bigger in twenty fifteen twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Like food trucks got really huge. Um, you know, street food definitely did uh, pick up. Um, I can see that going pretty well. Yeah, it works. What's this other plant-based meat? What's global authenticity? Global authenticity isn't just a a desire anymore. It's a demand. So it's basically uh, as we become more educated, more understanding of each other, and more invested in traditional culture, we begin to demand more authenticity in our food. Gone are the days where American Chinese or American Italian was the accepted norm. People want authentic chefs to bring in traditional food and chefs that have been responding um, with authentic Filipino breakfast like uh, Tim Wohan. I, I don't... Mm. So, so... Oh, so there at the bottom it says that we want to move away from Americanizing, Americanizing dishes. dishes. They want Yeah, they want everything to be... If, if you're saying something is, is uh, a, a Taiwanese dish, it, it's got to be a, a Taiwanese dish. Okay. Bring in that... I guess so. I, don't, I didn't... I didn't even know that was happening. Yeah, me neither. I, what, um, I, feel, I feel like I'm out of the loop here. Like, all these things are like, they, that was trending? Really? Where the fuck was I? It, you and me both. Local butcheries are making a comeback. That's actually really good to hear. I like that. Local butchers, yes. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's, Grain pasta is out. Legume pastas are in. What? Here's an interesting one. Plant-based meat just getting started. I did hear about this. I mean, I've, I've, we've covered, I think, a couple stories about this stuff in the past. Really? Yeah, I want to say the Burger Beyond, the one that they actually link up in that story. Um, we've talked about that. Like it was a, it was a, a meat, well, quote unquote, meat. Um, yeah, I do. I remember this story because we were talking about a burger, a vegan that. burger that bleeds. Yes, that's. Uh, I do remember that. So I, I have to I have actually get I have to get a recipe for that though because they're at this at this cafe in Port Washington, everybody like a lot of people are coming in. They want vegan. They want gluten free. They want, I'm like fuck, man. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like that's why that's why I made that ten inch high of uh, you know pound bacon, whatever right. monstrosity I made. Um, America's favorite food food color is now purple. Okay, can someone can America please call in right now and tell us where this is all happening because I have seen none of this happening. I I see. I, you know what? I have been seeing a lot of a lot of purples and and pinks. Um, I didn't know it was America's newest, most attractive uh, favorite color, but 
uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. While purple cabbage has always been a staple, and the kai has been a big, a big for a while. Other pieces of purple produce like radishes, purple sweet potatoes, purple corn. What about um, purple cauliflower? I use it all the time. Yeah, purple, purple cauliflower is really good. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I guess. I like, I like purple. I like that. I like, I like bright colors on a plate. Well, yeah, absolutely. Like a big draw of plating is colors. Yeah, but I just don't like. I didn't know America's new favorite color was purple. <laughs> this is weird, dude. And then the last one on this list: breakfast is getting crunchier and more portable. Okay. So basically, people are now doing like breakfasts are are starting to move into things like breakfast tacos, breakfast wraps. And apparently everyone likes stuff fried. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, people are not – a lot of people are going away from the fried thing, so I don't even know why they're saying that everything is fried. That's true. I mean a lot, a lot of people are trying to get healthier. So I know the, the demand for a lot of fried food has gone away. Um, but this is just – I don't know. This list is very interesting. Yeah, I, I I can honestly say I don't I don't agree with a lot of it. Um, either that or I just or I just haven't been in the loop like I should have been. You yeah, so I'm saying you and me both, sir. You and me both. My bad. Whoops. <laughs> Did you see that uh, Starbucks um, now has uh, breakfast items? I did. Oh, they added something, Suvi right? Egg. I I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm curious to try it. The Suvi the Suvi egg bites they have. I definitely am. I, I would love to. I mean, there's literally, I was going to say, there's literally a Starbucks like three minutes walking from my house, but I'm pretty sure there's a Starbucks three minutes from everybody's house now because they're fucking everywhere. Um, I want to see if they, like, how they're made, if they do, like, a proper sous vide, or maybe they just get them already sous vide, you know, in, like, vacuum pack and just warm them oh, up. Oh, they definitely get them already sous vide. There's no way that they're making them daughter there. Oh, that would be. They have to. I mean, that's. It would just take. It takes so long to get your coffee as it is now. If they're going to actually do it per order, forget about it. You'd have to get like a, a sous vide egg specialist. That's a that's their job title. I do it. I do it for all of Starbucks. I'll be your sous vide egg specialist. Yep. So, all right. So the it's a sous vide egg bite that comes in two flavors: bacon and Gruyere, or egg white and roasted red pepper. Have you ever sous vide an egg? Yes. I haven't. Matter of fact, I'm not really good. Um, that it's you know what that needs to be on that trend list because a lot of people now are getting into sous vide. A lot of people shouldn't be getting into sous vide that are, but um, it's becoming an oddly popular thing. Uh, no, but I think a lot of people, right. Yeah, it, it, but I think a lot of people don't know enough about it. Some people. Some person's just going to be like, ah, yes, this was sous vide. It must be amazing. When they don't really understand what the sous vide process is, it's becoming a buzzword. How about that? So, okay, so for people that don't know what the sous vide process is, why don't you explain it to them? So, sous vide, it's, it's, it's the process of cooking something in a water bath. And not just in a water bath, but in a vacuum-sealed bag in a temperature-controlled water bath that's constantly moving. So it's not something where it's just like, oh, I can put my steak in a Ziploc and throw it in a pot of boiling water. That is not sous vide. Right. Um, that is boil in a bag, like Uncle Ben's rice or something like that. Um, 
So, so the thing with sous vide is that, yes, it keeps everything amazingly tender, but it is also a very slow process. Normally when you're doing something like, uh, like say, a steak, you're doing a steak for about two hours at a water temperature of somewhere around, you know, 95 to 105 degrees. It's going to create so much flavor, though. It does, and that's, that's like the reasoning behind the, the Ziploc bag. Or not the Ziploc, yeah. but the vacuum sealing is that all the juices and all the, the, the fat that renders down in that low heat stays in the meat, stays in whatever you're cooking. And you can throw it, and what, so what's good about it that I like is that it, you can build so many different levels of flavor because you can just throw into that bag whatever you want, like the garlic, the extra virgin olive oil, any kind of fresh herbs, and the, it's going to just, just get all sucked in by that protein. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, that's fantastic. You can do a whole bunch of things sous vide. Everything from, you know, uh proteins, fish, veg, you know, marinades work really well for anything. So, it it is a really cool process. It's very it's very specific. You have to be very intricate about it. Um but I I think it's becoming a buzzword and a lot of people are just getting wrong information about it. Uh, I would like to I would like to 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 smoke something and then sous vide and then just Char it with like uh, my blowtorch. Oh yeah, that's actually that sounds really good. And then, okay, yeah, that that kind of goes back to another. Uh, the other part of it is, uh, especially with the steak, like if you when you sous vide a steak, it's gonna still look raw. <laughs> right. So it's you have look. to like, yeah. So uh, a nice trick that a lot of people use that have that do sous vide, you know, on a larger scale, is they'll sous vide a steak to you know exactly how they want it, and then they will actually, when they're done, deep fry it for like a minute and a half to two minutes to get all that caramelization on the outside. That's not a bad idea either. Flash fry it real quick. No. Yep, works fantastically well. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to invest in one of those little uh, little little sous vide motors that you stick on the end of a pot. Oh yeah, you can get them for. Around a hundred and hundred and fifty bucks. They're definitely not expensive. No, definitely not. Not at all. So, try it out. I'm thinking about getting one too. So. That I want that, and I want a smoking gun, like a little, a little. Those are nice as well. Yes, those are absolutely nice. Those are my two. Oh damn it! And Christmas just passed. And my sister's like, "So, what do you want for Christmas? You know, give me some ideas." And I should have said, because <laughs> last year I told her I wanted a Searsall, and I got a Searsall. Um, mm. I didn't think I didn't think I should tell, should have told her give me the smoking gun or or a, oh well there's always next year there you go there you go there's always no, next, year. next year um, what else what else what else let's see what other interesting stuff do we have on here there really how do I hear else on, on food beats well I found a couple things hold on one second I'm trying to let me pull up this story properly it's not about McDonald's is it. Uh, no, surprisingly, no McDonald's news. Oh, well. Uh, although kind of McDonald's news because there's Chipotle news. Doesn't, doesn't McDonald's own Chipotle? Uh, well, what happened with that was, um, they were, McDonald's was going to own Chipotle, but I think like back in 2006, Chipotle, like they, McDonald's had backed out or something, something happened with it. I think we did, I think we covered that story too, actually. We might have, we might have. We, we've done a lot of stuff. Uh, this one, it, it, the, they're being sued. Well, Chipotle is being sued. For two million dollars. Two billion dollars. That's a lot of money. For the sto- uh, is it? Yeah, yeah. There, it's for for she's uh, suing a lady named. Her first name is Leech. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm pronouncing this wrong, but how would you pronounce L-E-A-C-H? Leach. Leach? 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 I'm sorry, lady. Mrs. Caldwell. Yeah, Mrs. Caldwell of California <laughs> is seeking at least $2.2 billion because she says a photo of was taken of her in a Chipotle in Denver in 2006, and then they used that picture in like their advertising. It was oh. used as a promotional... It was used in a promotion at a Florida Chipotle in 2014. She said also, additionally, some alcohol was digitally added to the picture. So she feels that since they used that picture without her permission as advertising, she's entitled to money for it. I want to see the picture. That's not the picture that's on there, is it? No, I I don't think they have the picture on here. I can't find it either. Uh, But the the reason she's suing for $2 billion is because that's the specific amount – uh, it's a reflection of the company's profits between 2006 and 2015. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, like, if they took the picture in 2006, cool. She refused to sign a release form, but then discovered eight years later that the image of her was used as a promotion at a Florida Chipotle store in 2014. So does that mean they were using it from 2006 that whole time? I I'm assuming. I'm assuming yes, but she just noticed it now. Whatever, lady, you're not winning. Just get over it. No, but she's gonna create. An, uh, I don't. I don't see how. I don't see how that. If it's just a picture of her food. I, I don't think the picture in there is is that I I wish I could find the picture, but I'm sure she's in it. Like her face is in it. That's why they had her sign a or they asked her to sign a, a release and she didn't. Wow. Well, I don't I don't think she has grounds for uh, a lawsuit, or especially of that amount either. She, she yeah, that's very true. She might have grounds for a lawsuit, maybe. Like yeah, you can't use that picture, but I doubt. I doubt if she does even win, it would come anywhere close to that. You know, they're not going to be like, okay, yeah, you get $2.2 because because Chipotle made all that profit because of your picture. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, turn, it turns out your picture actually harmed business, so you owe us $60. <laughs> <Like, laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's no good. That's, that's no good at all, whatever. Everyone's got to sue some somebody about something, right? Yeah. What else do we got? What else do we got? What else do we got? We can talk about fish because um, I know we talked about this story a while ago. The guy who bought a one point something million dollar tuna fish. Whoa! whoa, whoa. One, we covered a one point one million dollar tuna fish. What? One point eight million. A guy paid for a fish. That's a lot of money for a. Isn't it though? Like that's a lot of money for a fish. Uh, the, the guy, his name is is Kiyoshi Kimura, and he's known as the tuna king in Japan. He's got a couple sushi restaurants, and or I'm not sure if they're just sushi, but um, this was at the the Tsukiji fish market, which is that like world famous fish market, the like hugest one ever in um, over in Japan. Uh huh. And so every year, I guess they have a huge auction for like some of their best tuna, and. In 2013, there was one held on New Year's, and he bought the fish for $1.8 million. 
How big was it? Did it say? I'm trying to find, but I cannot find the weight of that one. The one that he won this year was, what did he pay? He paid $600,000. And it was a 467-pound bluefin tuna. Wow. Yeah, so $600,000 for one fish. You got to think of how 400-something-pound fish. Like, number one, if you want it at its best quality, you got to serve it fresh. So so he's, make, so he's making probably over a, a million dollars within a week? More than likely. Um, they, they do a little bit of a, a kind of a math breakdown. He said based on the price that he paid, uh, a single piece of tuna sushi from one of his restaurants would cost around 85 bucks. Okay, and but how big is the piece? Like a, a six ounce or a four ounce or uh, a, a regular sushi? No, like a regular piece of, of tuna sushi. Oh, like so, a sliver? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get this special, this special tuna. Well, that, they say it would cost cost around eighty five bucks. I guess he has fifty one stores all over Japan, and the tuna is regularly priced at about. Three dollars and forty cents. Wow. That's that's man. Just just I get I get kind of like not discouraged, but like when I hear people spending that much money on something of of such little significance. <laughs> hey, he he even admits that he um, he says. He felt it was a bit expensive, but he was happy that he was able to successfully win at the auction of a, of a tuna uh, of such a good shape and size tuna. And then he wow. also admits that he does he does uh, he says um, he's won the auction apparently six straight times, including this year. So every year they do this auction, he always wins for like the best fish. Um, well, he, yeah. says he, he even uses this for publicity, like to get the name out of his restaurants, because he can be like, "Yeah, I'm the guy that bought a, you know, 467 pound tuna for six hundred thousand dollars, and I'm going to divide it up amongst my 51 restaurants. So make sure you go try it, because it was damn expensive." Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Wait, 51 restaurants? He has 51 rest, 51 stores spread all over Japan. Okay. Well, it's yeah, it it gets then it probably yeah he does he definitely's making a million dollars off it within a, within a week. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. He said on uh, on Japan TV that the the, the bluefin tuna would be cut and distributed among his many restaurants. Good for him. Good for him. I'm proud of him. <laughs> oh, uh, for anybody that um, listens to this podcast before this Thursday, uh, you might want to tune into to my Facebook page. Um, I'm going to do a live stream. Uh, I'm thinking about doing it from my, my fan page as opposed to my personal page. Uh, I'm doing a catering gig for uh, the million the million dollar listing chef type deal and it's in Boca Raton. This house is bananicals. It's ridiculous. Like the whole backyard, like scenes, it looks like scenes from the Wizard of Oz, like with a yellow brick road. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's going on market for thirteen point, I think thirteen point eight million dollars. Um, so yeah, they're yeah they're flying me in. 
to do the food for it. So it's only it's only like it's such an exclusive listing that I think that there's only going to be like 75 or 100 people max there. Hmm. Well done. Yeah, we're 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 starting to brand this whole idea of uh, you know um, these exclusive very, very exclusive things um, you know we get between food and the other aspects of it. Uh, we're going to talk about something very very interesting. So we have another one, February-ish. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. But only single on actual Ocean Drive. Like your your front yard is the ocean. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah, and it's only it's the only house that's on ocean. Everything else. This is an actual house, and it's being sold for I think uh, I want to say eighteen million. Jesus. Yeah. Where's who's got the money? Money. Money. Front yard. Yeah. Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. My God. I mean, hats off to anyone that can buy that. They obviously worked hard for that money. So. I gotta work harder because I maybe. I, mean, <laughs> I gotta work harder because I want to buy an eighteen million dollar house. I just uh just for like a year, you know, just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. I, can I wouldn't want to live in it forever, but just for like a year, just to you know. I'd whatever. Airbnb it. Like. <laughs> oh God, forget you know what? Listen, I wouldn't Airbnb nothing. You know why? Because of my thirtieth birthday party, we had. Uh, we oh, had the no. rooftop of the Royalton, the penthouse, and it cost $1,500 a night. Um, within two hours, we had about 100 people up there, DJ equipment, and a sick party going on. And then <laughs> it got shut down a couple hours later. But by the time we checked out, um, $5,000 was charged to a credit card for damage. Ooh, damn. Yeah, so I wouldn't Airbnb nothing worth millions out to uh, <laughs> 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 anybody. There you go. Let's see. Anything else interesting? Anything else interesting? Oh, here, okay. I don't. I mean, this is a little out there, I guess. So there's this restaurant in San Francisco called Quince. At least I think it's called Quince. The head chef is actually, he's a James Beard Award winner. Um, where's his name? Michael Tusk, I think. Uh, three Michelin star restaurant. Tusk. Tusk, T-U-S-K. Okay. So three Michelin stars, yeah. Three Michelin stars. The guy won a James Beard Award. He is now serving some of his dishes on iPads. What? He's <laughs> so he's got two. It looks like two dishes right now. Um, but the the dish it's like there's two dishes. One's called a dog in search of gold, which is a weird name for a dish. But hey, whatever. It's um it's a dish of white truffle croquettes. And the other dish doesn't have a name, but it's apparently a frog's leg dish, and they're both served on an iPad. Why? Um, well, when you order the dog one, though the truffle one, I'm sorry, not the dog dish, but uh, the, the iPad's actually playing a video of a dog searching for truffles. It's retarded. And then for the frog's legs, <laughs> the iPad is playing a video of just some frogs hanging out and hopping around in I'm sorry, man. Like. Okay, Anthony, if you're eating frog legs, do you want to see the fucking thing that you're eating jumping around on the fucking iPad? Hell no. Come on, man. Listen. <laughs> Absolutely Three not. Three Michelin stars, whatever. I don't, James Beard Award. I mean, come on, man. That's just stupid. It's, well, for me, it's, to me, it's stupid. To anybody, maybe it's, maybe it's creative to the Michelin people. I don't know, but... 
Yeah. I, I, well, I guess they just got this, this restaurant just got their third Michelin star this year. So within the last week, I guess they got their Michelin star. Their third. Um, so you keep on sanitizing this thing and keep on. How do you clean it? How do you fucking wash it? So, like, how do you, come, come on. I, I was curious about that. So, so I, I looked it up. And what it is, is he had custom <clears throat> boxes made for the iPad. And so the iPad sits in, a, in this custom wooden box and has a plexiglass cover on the top. Oh, I see. Okay. It's kind of like a tray. So really, with, like, yeah. yeah, so really it's a tray and you just stuck an iPad in it. And if you're eating truffles, you can watch a dog find truffles. And if you're eating a frog, you can probably watch the frog that you're eating. Yeah, I ate frog legs for the first time, actually, uh, at, at one of the Hell's Kitchen takeovers that we do at, at Caesars. And yeah. Yeah. I... I, I wasn't a fan of frog legs. It, it was just, it was, I mean, people say, oh, yeah, frog legs taste like chicken. No, it does not. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. If you know what chicken tastes like, that shit ain't, it ain't taste nothing like chicken. It was like, it was a little bit more, more like a, a musty, a musky, like gamey, like, I can't even put it into words, man, but it, like, I almost felt nauseous. It, it does have a gaminess to it. it. It's an interesting flavor. The way, the way it's I tell interesting people. interesting game. Interesting game, yeah. It's, it's got that game. Is um, I, I I tell some people that it does kind of taste. I, I tell them it has the same look and the same texture as chicken. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a but little bit more the, rubbery. Um, right. Or it's a little more rubbery, and it tastes a lot of. Uh, it's salty. Yeah, it's it's very. Oh, I'm getting, getting sick thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I told a couple. I told a couple of people one time. It's like imagine, imagine if a chicken like naturally grew up in the ocean, and that's what a frog tastes like. Yeah, it, I don't know. <laughs> oh, did you you didn't go to the New Year's one, right? The Hell's Kitchen takeover. Uh, correct. I did not go to the New Year's uh, takeover. I missed it. Yeah, I didn't either. They had a bunch of new faces. Um, Good for them. Well, I went to the the one at the end of November, and there was a lot of a uh, a lot of new faces there from the current season. Mm-hmm. I saw you, didn't I? Yes, I did. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't do the takeover. I just showed up afterwards. Right, you showed up after, and we hung out. Yeah, but there there were a lot of new faces. A lot of uh, like I said, a lot of the the current season uh, were there. Yes. Are you doing the next one? Uh, the end of January. I'm thinking about it. I might actually. Think. I. I think I, did, I spoke to Megan last night because we were on the phone for a while. Cause I'm uh, I'm working on uh, organizing uh, a Hell's Kitchen takeover cruise for us to do. Uh, Very nice. Uh, yeah, actually, um, I gotta get on the phone early in the morning with the with the cruise line and figure out if I can get back in there for a meeting and sit down. Uh, but Megan said that the next Hell's Kitchen takeover, they want to do it maybe on the twenty. I want to say the twenty seventh, which is a Friday. They want to switch it from a Wednesday to a Friday because they think that it'll drive more traffic. Ah, okay. Get that weekend crowd in there. Yeah, um, but it's not okay. nothing set in stone yet. So, um, right. for those of you that do want to come to the Health Kitchen Takeover at that Gordon Ramsay Pub and Grill in Caesars Atlantic City, um, normally it's the last Wednesday of every month, but I think we're going to switch it up. Um, you know, just follow us on social media, and we'll be updating it. But there you go. When and if you can't when make it, to be. we always uh, live stream it. So, yeah, that's a good time, man. They had oh the last one they just did, I think. She had this. She said they had the second highest views. It's like four hundred thousand or something. The, the highest one was uh, a couple weeks before that that we did. It was like eight hundred thousand views. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's legit. I like and, it. 
And they're filming right now, too, actually. They are. A uh, special season for Hell's Kitchen. They sure are. But I don't know nothing. Me neither. I, I don't know anything about it. No. Nope. You have to, uh, Not a single thing. Sit back and watch. Um, all right, I only skipped the show for an hour, so we got nine minutes left. All right, what else do we got? We got anything else? 30, 30. Frozen banana? Um, no. I got I got a bunch of things coming up, but it's um, it's it's too far in between. It's like cause like three months from now, I got tilts opening up, which is the sports bar. Um, but mm-hmm. I have another thing that that might just pop off with this this Boca Raton thing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say anything yet because I don't want to I don't want to jinx myself, but something that could be pretty big. Very nice. So you have to just follow me, I guess, um, on Twitter or I don't really tweet too much, but I'm gonna start getting into Twitter a little bit more. Follow mm-hmm. me on Facebook. There you go. Fa- Facebook's Facebook's the way to go. It's a good way to get out there. Yes. Two billion on that. Um, let's see. Not finding anything more interesting. Did we talk? Oh, I talked about it earlier. I wanted to get your thoughts. Um, the the Amazon store that's going to be opening up. Well, they have one open, but only Amazon employees can use it. What do you think about the uh, the whole? There's no cashiers. There's no checkouts. You just go in, pick what you want, and you're automatically charged. You're automatically charged. What? Um, wait a minute. What? <laughs> so I didn't Amazon, hear about that. Wanna, yeah, Amazon. We got a few minutes. We'll talk about it. Um, they, I don't remember what they were calling it, the shop and walk experience, but it's, it's essentially a grocery store to a degree. And when you go into the store, you'll turn on the Amazon Go app or something on your phone, and they're going to use cameras around the store and some other smart you know, technology that basically you can go pick whatever you want off the shelves and then just walk out the door. they got to have some pretty damn smart technology to, to know... I, I, that's that's crazy. I mean, I don't. It's really interesting, right? That that's. I mean, that's a, that's gonna be a lot of like secu- like security watching. Like, I don't know. I, they they gotta. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just it blows my mind. I can just walk into a store. Okay, so first of all, you have to turn the app on or whatever it is with your phone first before you walk in, right. and then you just start taking right. things off shelves and it's telling me what I'm taking, like. Right, it, it using using cameras and using a whole bunch of other random. I can't find the story right now, but using you know sophisticated equipment, uh, it will know what you pull off the shelves, and even if you like pull something and then put it back, it'll know. And That's as scary. you leave, uh, yeah, isn't it though? And as you leave, it'll charge your account. That's a little scary, man. Like honestly, like Kinda, right? That's like Big Brother ish kind of you know 1984. Yeah, man, it's like fucking you know. It's it's the man checking up on you and knowing your every move. Like they already know every move that we make, if they wanted to. Like I don't want Isn't them to like control Amazon's my life any other becoming, ways. Amazon's kind of becoming the man. Like they want to do drone deliveries. They want to do these stores now. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. There was another. No, 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 no. Um, oh, there it is. Amazon won a patent. I don't know if they won a patent, but they they got a patent. For a, it's called an airborne fulfillment center. <laughs> I just, sorry, I just, when I hear airborne and then fulfillment center, I think, you know, all right. <laughs> but check it out. Uh, it's going to be a 
giant flying warehouse. Oh, God. All right. So, Amazon Technologies. It says that the AFC is, is comprised of large and robust flying drone made up of numerous smaller drones designed to make long-distance flights or carry heavy packages. <laughs> so, so it's like a big drones and they carry the small drones, and small drones and they carry the bag to your house. Yeah, that's that's exactly what this thing is saying it is. Uh, I just, I, I'll just use FedEx, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird and awesome at the same time. I still want, yeah, I, that, I want that's, to go That's very nerdy and very geeky. Isn't it, though? Like, I still want to use... It is. I don't know where they're allowed to yet, but I know Amazon has made a drone delivery. Like, there was a news article about it. So I, I want thought, to order something about that. My drone. Yeah. I did see something about them delivering. I, I think I saw it on, maybe on Facebook. Maybe it was one of those videos on Facebook I saw, but I did see something about a drone dropping off, you know, a package at somebody's house being the new delivery service or um, or something to that nature. But, uh, yeah, but having a drone carry drones with your package, I don't know about that. Isn't that weird? Like, oh, here's there's a video. Okay, if anyone wants to do it uh, or to watch it, it's called Amazon Prime Air. There's a 13 minute video on their website of the first Amazon Prime drone delivery. It was apparently on December 7th of last year. Wow. And it was oh, yeah, fully off by the way. Pilot. Oh yeah, hey guys, it's 2017. Totally yeah. glossed over that, but whatever. <laughs> So this thing took off from an Amazon warehouse, flew into the person's house, and dropped this thing off for him. All automatically. Yeah, I gotta say, man, some it, some things technology can be great. Some things, you know, it's, I don't know, too much invasion of privacy. That's so weird. But you know what? We'll we'll just leave it at that, and uh, we'll see where it takes us. Um, but until next time, uh, follow me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Pirate, or on mm. Twitter, at BarrettHK11, or on mm-hmm. Instagram, at Chef Barrett. There you and, go. Uh, and then look wow. me up if you want, Chef um, Chef Anthony Rodriguez on Facebook. Um, what am I on Twitter? Anthony11HK. Okay, check that out. Oh, yeah. BarrettHK11. AnthonyHK11. I switched mine. Oh, you did? Okay. I didn't switch yeah, mine. Yeah, so I'm, I'm Anthony11HK. I know it's, yeah, I, I sw- for no real reason, just because I could. Because <laughs> so. my contract was up. Because <laughs> my contract was up and I do what I want. Uh, so yeah. check that out. Also, um, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, come check me out on Facebook. We cook live and teach you how to make some dinners. And then we come back later to do dishes and relax. Um, and that's about it. That's all I got. Follow us or don't follow us. Guess what? The choice is yours.
get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. I think you can get with this, or this is where it's at. You can get with this, or you can get with that. Come on. 